This is the Niles Energy Podcast, episode 309, the most ruinous mistake for IELTS writing task two. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. There is one mistake that when made will ruin your writing task to essay. Find out what that mistake is and how to correct it now. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? Good. How are you? What's up in Boston? Oh, well, I have to say I had a really cool weekend. I did something so super cool and unique over the weekend. Um, so a friend of mine had a birthday and we rented tiny homes in the woods. <gasps> oh, my God. No way. You got to stay in a tiny house. I stayed in a tiny house, a tiny home, and it was tiny. <laughs> it was really small. <laughs> so what was the... So what was the most innovative part of the tiny house? Like something yeah. hidden in the walls or... Well, that would have to be the toilet, actually. That was seems Ooh. quite innovative. Even though I don't know the backstory of the toilet, I would say we only had 15 flushes for the whole weekend. So that was a challenge. <laughs> oh, and weird. You, oh, I never thought about that. So you have yeah. to like count how many times you all go to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> we had to kind of conserve water, you know, if you know what I mean. But the toilet had this interesting um, kind of foil that it had. And it would like when you did flush it, it would like wrap the contents of the toilet into a little ball of foil and and oh, push it away. So it, it must be it's it's very kind of a must be a futuristic method or something some kind Sounds of new like something from a space shuttle. Yeah, it felt like kind of a space shuttle toilet. Um, so that so was cool. that was interesting, but it was cool. It was a cool weekend. Like we did a lot of campfires. Obviously, we spent a lot of time outdoors because you don't want to actually spend too much time in your home if you have a tiny home. Otherwise, you'll right. probably go crazy. Well, that's <laughs> um, good. Like it makes yeah. you get outside and stuff. That's awesome. Oh, totally, totally. It was very cool. They have this um this company called getaway.house.com where you can actually book tiny homes in New cool. Hampshire, and I think there's one in New York too, actually. That's so awesome. I wonder yeah. if there's one here. I know there's like tiny house neighborhoods here. Yeah. Oh, that's no, so cool. I, you should check it out for sure. This is the movement that's happening right now. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't cover that on my road trip across the country, but it is another interesting theme that's going on in the U.S., which is the tiny home movement, the tiny house movement. I wonder if it, listeners, if this is also in your country, please leave a comment in on this episode. Because I don't know if it exists anywhere else. Like the yeah. tiny house thing is so American, I feel like. 
It, I know, isn't it? Well, it's uh, and it's a clear kind of opposite direction movement from what we've had before been McMansions, right? This idea of the American yeah. dream being, oh, go move to the suburbs, buy a car, buy get, you know, 2.5 children right. in a huge house. That's yeah. been the American dream up until now. And now Americans are starting to question whether that's really the key to happiness for them. You know, I mean, why do we need that much space? Exactly. Because when you do have a lot of space, you just fill it with a lot of stuff. <laughs> the more space right. you have, the more stuff you buy, the more stuff you have, the more cleaning you have to do. I never want a huge house. I've never wanted a huge house. James yeah. and I went camping over the weekend and awesome. um, on this woman's property, she has 20 acres and she has a huge house. I mean, there's like yeah. Roman columns and stuff in the front and she's Whoa. the only one that lives there. And it's like, why do you need a living room and a family room and an office and and a study and you know what I mean like you, you're only one person you're only sitting in one place like why why yeah. Do I don't need get it. That? I don't get it. I don't get it. And this is an interesting um, kind of culture of thinking topic, too, for the IELTS exam, Jessica. Totally. I mean, I, I don't know if there are any questions specifically about tiny homes, but it's certainly a trend in American culture. Well, you know what, guys? The way this would connect to IELTS would be this notion of materialism and consumerism. Mm-hmm. Um, well, capitalism doesn't isn't directly brought up, but that's tied into the consumerism and materialism. Sure. So yeah. um, these topics definitely come up, you guys, in speaking part three and writing task two. Yes. Um, so the, these are ideas that you need to be thinking about because I have seen students be completely stumped in discussing this. Of course, you could talk about shopping. Anyone could talk about shopping. But what does it mean? Like, what's behind our right. shopping habits? Why do we have to go to the mall and walk around and yeah. buy stuff every week? Or, you know what I mean? So thinking yeah. about that related to your culture and whatever you know about British or American culture, being able to compare those things, working in the tiny house concept to support, hopefully, your opinion that <laughs> materialism is on its way out and that's right. a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, being able to bring up a topic <laughs> like that would be awesome. Oh, guys, there's a couple, right. there are a couple documentaries on Netflix about tiny houses. So oh, cool. if you watch some of those, you could definitely use that stuff on the exam. Oh, interesting. I'm going to have to watch those too. That's interesting. So it's about going one level deeper, right? We're, we're thinking mm-hmm. on a deeper level beyond just the act of shopping. You know, why do people shop? What drives us to want these huge houses and success? Exactly. What does success really mean? Yeah. Well, awesome. that's come up recently, this idea of status. That comes up on the test a lot okay. as well. Yeah. Um, so that that directly ties in, right? That's another because place you have to show off your wealth with your huge home and your expensive car or whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So this, as we said, this could be a writing task two question, guys. And that is exactly what we're talking about today is writing task two. Um, A student from our course had a difficult weekend because he misunderstood the writing task two question. No. Let me read what he said. He said, today I had the listening, writing, and reading part of the exam. I'm expecting very good scores and listening and reading around 8 and 8.5. He said he also did very well in task one. And then in all caps, he says, but please make sure you don't make the same mistake as I did in writing task two. So what did he do, guys? I mean, he's an awesome student. He's expecting like 8.5 in the other sections. My neighbor's just walking back and forth. So he says, um, the topic was regarding 
Uh-huh. If you agree or disagree that government should interfere in the healthy way of its citizens. Uh-huh. Um, and he says, I was writing a killer essay when just before 20 minutes le- was left, I realized I was supposed to be writing about the healthy way, not the wealthy way. Oh, so, no. <sighs> yeah. So, like, he wrote this whole essay about um, wealth, which is, like, what we were just talking about. Oh, that seems even harder than health. <laughs> Ozzy. Ozzy. Oh, goodness. She's carrying boxes. Awesome. Oh. Um, so he says, just because of a single freaking letter is what he said. Yep. I went completely off topic. So his question was, how does this affect his score? Um, mm. Okay. So, yeah, unfortunately, it does severely impact your score, guys. You can go off topic. And this, I mean, so he was still talking about like advantages and disadvantages for citizens. So that part of the question was in there. He did get some of the words, right? It's part of the topic. So the cohesion coherence score could still be high. Yeah. Okay. Because it wasn't completely, completely about something totally unrelated. Okay. Um, The grammar score could also be high. However, the task score, guys, that could go down to a five or a four, depending Depending on how far off topic you go. Same with vocabulary. Could go down to a five or a four, depending on how off topic you are. So, I mean, think about it, guys. Even if you get, you know, sevens for cohesion, coherence, and grammar, but you get fours (laughs) on the other two things. Like, what what does that average out to? 5.5 or something? Yeah. 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 I can see this this as a real liability, especially for people who who have... you know, done preparation in a smart way. They've gone through a system. They've learned the things they need to know. They feel ready. They're going into task two. They know exactly what they need to do in terms of brainstorming and checking and planning. Right. And then they skip over the question. They think they know what it's saying. The question yeah. is kind of like an afterthought because they have all these other tools. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they feel so confident in their yeah. ability. Like they've studied so much. They know the outline. They know the linking words. Right. They are set. They are are stoked to just dive in and start brainstorming. <laughs> I mean, which is great to feel that confident, but I mean, this proves how important this first piece is. And the, that's the very first thing I ask you guys to do in the course is to read the question carefully. Mm-hmm. And another thing I've started asking students to do is to, as you're brainstorming, keep checking back to the question to make mm-hmm. sure all of your ideas are connected. Because this is a very real danger and it's happened to a few students lately who are very high level and I know have worked very hard Mm. and it's just it's so oh it's I'm just so sad that like this could ruin their score so he veered off a little bit from our method because part of the method has students coming back and checking the question, right? Just exactly. To be sure. Okay. So he did veer a bit away from our method. And that's why we know it's so important to follow a system of strategies like ours so we can just let that guide you through the test. Okay. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. One of our most recent success stories is, is Ryuki Sugihara, who, because he has now achieved an overall seven score on his IELTS exam, he can apply for postgraduate schools in the UK and he can move on to pursue his dream. If you want to be like Ryuki and to have your path clear towards your dreams for the future, jump into the Three Keys IELTS success system. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. See you there today. 
Um, so every little step is important, whether you, you know, whether it seems like it or not. Just like with listening and reading, right? One of the, the first things that I ask you to do is to read the directions carefully because yeah. it will say like, write no more than two words and or a number, whatever. Mm. If you write three words, it's wrong. Even if the right answer is in there, like two of those words are correct. No. If you have an extra word, it's wrong. So the, the directions, the task questions, these are things that you have to take your time with. Take a couple minutes. It's not a waste of time, right? Because if you don't do yeah. it, look at what could happen. Wow, what a shame. I mean, he worked so hard in the course and he was ready. He was ready. It's just so a ready. matter of just reading the question, the most basic piece. Exactly, exactly. So guys, don't uh, make the same mistake. And I know, I mean, it was brave of him to post this though. Yeah, Because we he's that. kind of admitting like, Oh my gosh, like the, but he, he, he posted it as a warning, right? Yeah. Cause he was like, please don't make the same mistake as I did. So that's, I mean, that's great. All the students in our course are reinforcing each other's learning, right? Yeah, Encouraging each other and showing up and not being afraid to ask questions or admit that there was a gap or an error, right? And so everybody's, yeah. it's, a, it, it is a real community. We call it a community. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because it really is. Yeah, yeah, right. As soon as you join our course, guys, you get to join that private Facebook group that no one else can be in unless they've joined the full course. And you'll immediately be able to post your target score and the reason, of course, the reason why you're going for that score. What's your dream? And you'll have people responding to you, welcoming you, inviting you to connect on Skype to practice speaking. I saw that this week, right? So someone yep. introduced themselves and someone else said, hey, do you want to practice on Skype? Right. That's yeah. not easy to find if you're not in a community like this one. Yeah, no, exactly. It's really, it's really difficult to find, um, people who are as motivated as you are. And if you, it's, it's, it's detrimental to your progress if you try and commit your time to somebody who is not as committed because they're going to be late. They're not going to show up. They're not right. going to try as hard. They're going to speak in their, in your first language instead of in English, right? Oh. But you can be certain that everybody in our course is as committed as you are to passing oh. IELTS the first time or at least the first time after taking our course, depending yeah. on if you already took the exam. Yeah, no, actually, that's a really good point, though, Jessica, because, of course, there are places online where we can find conversation practice, right? Sometimes yeah. it's free in some cases, sometimes it's not. But in many cases, these people are just very casual learners. They just want right. to practice English and they're not on a deadline. They're not on a schedule or a study plan. So you're much mm -hmm. more likely to find high quality practice in this group than in others. Exactly, for sure. We're constantly inspired and impressed by the questions that are posted, by um, the commitments that we read. I mean, one of the, the first steps when you join the course is to post your promise, like make a promise to people in your life, right. to friends, family. What are you going to invest? How much time, how much effort and energy are you going to sacrifice in your life for the next one or two months, however long you're going to prepare? Yep. How much work you you're going to do. Tell people this. Make a, a, a public commitment and promise. So you're more um, likely to follow through and the people around you will support you in this. I mean, I'm not going to say like difficult time. That sounds really bad. But <laughs> in this time where you have to sacrifice a little bit of free time, mm -hmm. maybe watch a couple fewer movies. You know what I mean? <laughs> because this is what's important and this is your priority. So when you tell people that and then you have the support of your friends and family as well as this closed Facebook group 
ugh, group community. Yeah. It makes a big difference to um, the quality of your practice and how much time you're willing to commit. Oh, yeah, because our strategy works, guys. Our system works. Our strategy, our methods, they work, but they only work if you actually put in the time. That's the big piece. And once you've written it down and you've said, I'm going to use this course X number of hours, X number of days per week, then you can't get around it. (laughs) So we do ask for that personal accountability from you guys. Exactly. When I know that when I write things down, I feel required to do them and cross them off. Oh, yes. So it's the same sort of idea, right? Um, Anything that James wants to do, he's like, Mommy, write it down. Because he knows that if (laughs) I write it down, it will happen. And if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget. So he's like, like, Mommy, I want to I want to play with this certain Hot Wheels track with this specific car. Can you please write it down? Uh, Don't forget after school. Like, I got it. I got you, James. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, and that can be used to manipulate as well. (laughs) I know, right? Oh, he's he's a clever little dude. Oh, yeah. He knows what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love that. So the moral of the story today, Jessica, is read the question, right? Yes. Take your time, guys. It's um, I want you to feel confident. We want you to feel confident. But at the same time, you still you can't skip ahead. You can't skip any of the steps. And this is step one is reading it carefully. Carefully, not right, not starting to brainstorm right away, but reading it and thinking about it carefully. So don't skip that. <laughs> Love it. I think that's the final word right there. Yeah. Very well spoken <laughs> and well said. And this is a fair warning, guys. You know, this is happening to students. We've been sharing some of the trends that we're seeing and some of the dangers of the exam. Yeah. So just take note of this when you go in for your exam. Exactly, exactly. So don't make the same mistake, guys. Exactly. Um, And just Mm -hmm. follow our strategies. That's all you got to do. I know, because the thing is, the people who don't actually have a good strategy system like ours... They read the question maybe five times, but then they don't know what to do after that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, no, that happens Where, to a lot of people. <laughs> right. And Candy clearly, I mean, he, he messed up this question, but he's in the better position because he knew he was so eager to read through the question because he knew what he was going to do with the yeah. question. He knew how to plan, how to brainstorm, how to check and how to write the essay. So guys, if you want to know how to actually write the essay correctly for a good score, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S to get into our course now. Exactly. And you could learn all the steps you need for the highest scores, just like our students. Awesome. Very good, Jessica. We'll see you back here tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. Have a good day. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.